and welcome to Sonderful. This is Sage. Leah here. Hey, this is Varsha. After our last episode, we wanted to switch up the vibe a little with a less serious topic and some lighthearted conversation. We thought it would be fun to talk about our friendship and what each of us has learned from each other throughout the years. Stay tuned for some good reminiscing and reflection from all of us. So I guess a good place to start would be elementary school. I met Sage in kindergarten and Leah in first grade, and we've all been friends since then. Yeah, so I'll start us off with a little bit about elementary school Leah. I was very talkative, and I definitely got in trouble a couple of times because of that. And in terms of age, I am six months younger than Varsha and Sage. So I guess you could say there was a little bit of a gap in the maturity level, a little bit of a developmental delay there, which could be seen in my ability to tell really good lies. I was a bit of a pathological liar. Yeah, I think up until probably middle school, I truly believed you were born on an airplane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leah had me fooled too. She contributed to me believing that she had earned a very high degree black belt by the age of six or so. And I was I was completely sold on that as well. Yeah. And I think that was in part because of Leah's skills as a liar, but also just our innocence. Yeah. And I guess that kind of goes into my personality in elementary school. I was very shy, not very social at all. I think being friends with Leah helped me in a lot of ways, especially playing on the playground, doing a lot of things I wouldn't have done, including Mm -hmm. stealing Jolly Ranchers from our third grade teacher's candy jar. Ah, Classic (laughs) times. (laughs) And then we have elementary school Sage on the other side of the spectrum. I was quite a teacher's pet, a bit of a nerd, definitely a try hard. And that definitely contributed to an ego starting to develop because I was like, oh man, I'm like putting all this work into school. I'm doing great. So that definitely began a bit of an ego right there. Mm. I guess that's our elementary school personalities. Shall we dig into middle school now? (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. That, yeah. I think all of us can attest that middle school was a was a difficult time, I guess. At least for me, it was. I was very moody and very sensitive. Conflict resolution was not a skill I had because, mainly because I, w- I would just get upset over the smallest things. Mm. Sensitive and moody, let's keep it at that. <laughs> As for me, the ego that kind of started to develop in elementary school was definitely solidified by fifth grade, I'd say, because at that point in time, I earned the position of safety patrol officer, and I just thought I was the coolest thing under the sun. And this ego definitely continued to grow throughout middle school. Yeah. In your defense, being a safety patrol had a lot of clout. You got your own, like, badge, a nice cool cap. I'll, I'll, I'll give that one to you. She was definitely very cool. We probably <laughs> were a little bit jealous. In terms of the middle school Leah profile... I think there was a loss in the degree of cheekiness, a little bit less delinquency on my end. Stop stealing, which was, you know, a good thing. And so I think (laughs) that is completely reflective that the developmental gap had closed a bit. We all had grown up just a little bit, not too much. And I think this was a time of us expanding. You know, we met a lot of new people. It was a bigger school. We made new friends. And yeah, just a time of Uh, our first really big time of growth here. Yeah, and I think um, we all stayed friends, but there were new members added to our friend group. And honestly speaking, 
We were a bit culty. I think we planned <laughs> outfits. Um, every Halloween, we had a collective theme for all our costumes. We had an email chain going. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting times. <laughs> yeah. Another common theme throughout that friend group was that a lot of us were involved in chorus. We all took chorus throughout middle school, which meant that we had a class together mm-hmm. every day. And I remember, I think in sixth and eighth grade, Varsha and I both participated in like the honors chorus for the county. Mm. And um, it was a little bit further away. So we'd always carpool. And I remember NPR was always on the car when it was Varsha's family's turn to carpool. I came to appreciate that. It was definitely a reflection of this lesson that Varsha taught me about just learning to become more informed about the world at large, Mm. becoming aware and drawing your perspective from different sources. Mm. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, um, shout out to National Public Radio. (laughs) I'm a big fan. But yeah, I think just going off of like the choir experience and what we learned from each other, I think summer after seventh grade, me and Sage had an opportunity to go to uh, Carnegie Hall. Um, Mm. It was just this children's choir there. It was kind of a new experience, no parents and kids from all over the country. And this was kind of the first time I really had to test the social skills that I did not have. Um, So Sage, um, we talked about her ego being a little big, but you know what? That was, that was good for her. She had a good confidence, good social skills. So I think this, the whole Carnegie Hall experience for for me was where I learned from Sage the importance of of social skills. And if I wanted to meet new people and make new friends, I kind of had to develop those um so i was not there for all that fun um (laughs) that's okay um but i think in terms of just our expansion in general one thing that sage again with her confidence really helped me with was just trying new things which sounds small but i'm pretty good at psyching myself out before i even try anything and before i even give myself a chance so even small things like ice skating lessons or just trying new foods, you know, whoa, that's crazy. But just putting myself out there with the confidence that Sage had was a really great point for me to expand and grow. Yeah, like I mentioned, yeah, her her ego wasn't that great, but it also gave her this, this confidence that, that mm-hmm. helped me with my social skills and Leah to try new things. So in a sense, she, um, she had no fear. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for the ego boost that's obviously not needed in this case. Um, Okay, so I guess we can move into high school now. Ninth grade was definitely peppered in with some middle school energy. I think some of that definitely carried over. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a transitional time for all of us, just moving to this bigger school with all these people. I remember just going into ninth grade, I became involved in cross country. And it really helped that adjustment period. Besides the whole like getting active, exciting part of it, I met a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of which were older kids because JV and varsity weren't separated. So that also contributed to this like, overabundance of confidence. I just thought it was so cool because I was meeting all these older kids. Yeah, for sure. This was definitely the grade where we all expanded again, like even more so the middle school, you know, the school was a lot bigger, we met a lot more people. And Along with that, for me, I felt that I was being left behind. I had this fear of my friends making new friends and then not meeting me anymore, you know? And it wasn't like I was meeting new people, but I just had this fear and lack of confidence that I was being left behind. Yeah, I think some of this definitely came to a head when there was this football game that was scheduled and I had agreed to like go to it with our whole friend group. 
And something else cropped up with cross country, some event that same night. And I remember being like, oh, well, I should go to this event. Like cross country season's about to be over. Like I should just go. And so I, I flaked on the game. Yeah. And I think, I mean, when we're describing it, the football game doesn't seem that big of a deal, but I think, I think it was the homecoming game and our, our group was still pretty close. We had a, I don't think it was an email group chat anymore. It was a group chat, but we all had different after school activities, different schedules. So it was kind of a time for all of us to kind of get together and spend some time together. And I don't think Sage had any ill intention on flaking out, but I think it touched us, some of us a little um, more than, than her intention. Yeah, I think at this point, this was kind of where I was feeling pretty hurt. But then at the same time, I started to like internalize it. And I was like, this is all in my head. You know, Sage wouldn't move on without us. We've known each other for so long. But at the same time, I didn't talk to her about it. I was very avoidant. I just kind of swept it under the rug. I could have asked her, you know, what's going on? Is anything happening? Or is it all in my head? And in, and in, on my side, I was definitely, when I heard that I had hurt Leah's feelings by flaking on her, I was kind of taken aback. I was kind of shocked because I hadn't really started to grasp yet the effect that my actions can have on other people's feelings, which is definitely a lesson that started to be learned at this point and definitely emphasized the importance of like self-reflection and, and empathy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was equally avoidant. Um, and in this case, the issue got brought up by Varsha, who played a pretty good mediator in this sense. Yeah, I think this is where me and Sage definitely learned the importance of kindness and most of all patience and even perhaps a little bit of finesse, you know, navigating a situation like this. And we both improved our listening skills. And we learned from Varsha that, you know, talking about these things head on would probably do more help than hurt. Yeah. Again, let's just clarify, I was only 15 at that time. I wasn't any great diplomat. There was still a lot to Mm -hmm. grow there. But um, let's just... um, credit this one to my mom. My mom, definitely, I brought some of the things from my home to the friendship. My mom is very much the person who's like, don't go to sleep upset kind of attitude. So communication is always just like, let's talk about it, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think going on to 10th grade, for me, we kind of uh, leaned away from that middle school energy. I started cross country with Sage and some other of our friends. And I think Cross country was good for me. It kind of taught me discipline. It was good exercise, socialization. Yeah, overall good. Yeah, so for 10th grade Leah, I think connecting back to this fear from 9th grade and perhaps us not addressing it, I still had this fear of being left behind. But in 10th grade, I had another group of friends. There's a lot of us. And I thought that this built me up somehow. I thought it made me cool and gave me more of a social status. But because of this, I was blinded. They were not the best group of friends for me. And even more so, I couldn't see the effect that it was having on my old friends. I was actually hurting them. And it took me a while to see this and to realize that these people weren't the best people to be hanging out with. And eventually there was this healthy growing apart. Yeah, and I think looking back, that I, th- I see that like um, departure from that friend group as integral to, to the building of, of your personality now. Something I really mm-hmm. respect and admire about, uh, about the Leah I know now is that Everything she enjoys and everything she does has a purpose. You really only do things that make you happy. No fear of judgment or, or care, not even a fear. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that that story was very integral to you. Mm-hmm. And I think the contrast of Leah before this situation and after definitely was a great lesson for all of us about 
like self-examination and self-advocacy and taking steps towards surrounding yourself with things that you like. Moving into the second half of 10th grade, this opportunity came up for this kind of selective club. You had to interview and apply for it. And Varsha and I were both applicants. And after the whole interview process, results came back and Varsha had got in and I hadn't. And I turned around with a very negative response after hearing about this. I started bad-mouthing Varsha's qualifications and the validity to her claim to like getting in. I was like, oh, how did she get in? Just all of this really negative sentiment. Yeah, and I remember hearing it from someone and it was just so out of character for Sage. And I was like, well, maybe there's some miscommunication because like I heard it from someone who heard it from someone who heard it from someone who heard it from Mm -hmm. Sage. So maybe there's something lost in communication. And so I just kind of kind of brought it up with Sage and we talked about it. Yeah, I think this whole situation definitely was a huge wake up call that I needed to work on. First of all, learning how to accept failure Plus, on just a lesson on how the view of myself that I had before that was kind of overly confident and arrogant was contributing to just this bad attitude that's centered around like entitlement that also just had negative effects on other people. Yeah, and I think for me, it taught me a lot about conflict resolution because yes, I brought it up, but I think I, I kind of didn't express how hurt I was by what she was saying. I gave Sage the benefit of the doubt, and but I think... I ended up harboring some ill feelings. And even after I accepted her apology for, for a while, I don't think it was a grudge, but I definitely like wasn't over it. Mm-hmm. I think for sure 10th grade was a big growing point for all of us, kind of leaving our middle school selves behind and looking more towards the future, which brings us to mm. 11th grade. We had a big group of friends. There's about, I don't know, like 10 of us. And it reached a point where it was a time for us to kind of have a healthy split up too you know we didn't sit together at at lunch anymore because this year was involved a little bit more stress and this is when we all started standardized testing and I think this was kind of the first lesson for me in terms of preparing for this test all of my efforts and my preparation didn't really get me anywhere and it was my first frustration with my hard work not being effective and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this frustration. For sure. I think 11th grade is kind of when the big picture starts getting painted. You're thinking about college, you're thinking about your future, the stress levels are pretty high. So I guess that leads into 12th grade, we can kind of group those together because that thinking and that stress is still there. For me, this was a little bit of a difficult first half, I'll have to admit, I I think I got burnt out, I was participating in way too many things, too many high expectations were set for myself. yeah, ended up kind of going into a downward spiral and, you know, going to therapy, which in hindsight, I think I was a little embarrassed about, but nothing wrong with that. You know, I learned how to take care of myself, the importance of mental health and the importance of of setting realistic expectations for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of similar to Varsha, this was kind of the year where I lost myself a bit. I didn't have a good balanced lifestyle. I wasn't doing things for myself and definitely was not taking care of my mental health. So I'm very grateful to Varsha and everything that she learned because she was able to help me a lot get my life kind of back in balance and realize how important it is to take care of yourself and not lose yourself. Yeah and I think we're painting this in a very like stressful light but 12th grade was quite an enjoyable year there was a lot of very cherished memories that I have from that year so yeah yes there were some downward things 
but there were also some upward things. So I'm sorry. I do not know what that was, but it was good. It, there, there were good points and bad points throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And moving from 12th grade into college, up until this point, we all had individual relationships with each other among the three of us, but that definitely changed when we were going to college. Yeah. It became more of like a homogenous kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really became one of those things where there was nothing I would tell Leah that I wouldn't tell Sage, and I think vice versa with all of us. And we all just kept looking out for each other during rough patches and yeah, yeah. staying in touch. This is when we all go to different colleges, and I think this is when we learned the importance of just like kind of the small stuff. You know, we made a group chat with all three of us. We would just share daily things that we were going through. You know, if we had any issues with uh, friends or school or any opportunities that we were faced with, we would just share it with each other. And I think this definitely contributed to our friendship overall, grew a lot of respect that we have for each other and kind of emphasized that we're all on like similar paths moving forward and and definitely strengthened the confidence that we have in our friendship. Mm. Thanks so much for listening to our second episode. Yeah, it was definitely crazy drafting this episode because we really have so many memories together. Yeah, and we've definitely shaped each other so much too, which I think ties back to our title of Sonderful. We have our own different lives, but there are also so many intersections where other people play such an important role in our development. Yeah, especially since we have all seen each other change. After reflecting and drafting this episode, we realized how we all influence each other's maturity. Yeah, it's also interesting to kind of compare our personalities from when we were younger to how they are now. Aspects of our character that seemed negative at first sometimes ended up having a positive effect on ourselves and each other. Yeah, for sure. Like, Sage's big ego. <laughs> but with that, it, she came off very confident and, and friendly. And Varsha was antisocial and shy at first, but that ended up helping her become the good listener and mediator she is today. And I think this conversation reminds us that people are uh, probably the most influential aspect of growing up. It's definitely the people that are a part of your memories going forward that make them unique rather than the experiences that happen themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even though we each have and had our unique personalities, we hope you could relate to us reflecting on our past personalities and our shared growth. We had a really good time today looking back on our history, and we hope this gives you guys some context into our friendship. So thanks for tuning in. We hope you join us next time.